Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. friends and welcome to another Ask Zach. Today we're going to talk about how and why I uh, started playing the guitar in the first place. Uh, while you're thinking about it, please go down in the corner and subscribe if you haven't already. And to support the show, go to AskZach.com and go to the store and you can pick up a, a mug or a t-shirt and that's greatly appreciated. All right, so uh, just kind of going in the wayback machine to, you know, right before I started playing the guitar. Um, I did not come from a musical family. Uh, nobody played an instrument. Uh, my father had been a music fan, you know, before his children were born. So before I and my, my sister and I were born, he used to go and see a lot of live music. He saw Elvis in the 50s and Little Richard and Ray Charles and uh, Ray Price, and on and on and on. Um, but uh, you know, but when uh, when my parents got married and they started having kids, uh, music and of course you know, kind of nightlife things kind of ended for them. So the only time, and yeah, we didn't have music playing through the house. The only time I'd really hear any music was uh, when when it was my dad and I in the car. Uh, he would have it on a country station. And so, you know, this is, you know, so you'd hear a lot of John Denver. You know, this is the late 70s, early 80s when I really remember stuff. So you're hearing John Denver or Mel McDaniel, Baby's Got Her Blue Jeans On, or uh, Conway Twitty, uh, tight-fitting jeans, or different things like that. So, and the other kind of musical input I was getting was from, uh, from the school bus, so, uh, you know, of course, there was always some kid with a, with a radio on, on, you know, and they'd be... So from that, I'd hear, like, Michael Jackson, Billie Jean, or Toto, you know, Africa, and, and uh, you know, Rosanna, and things like that. Uh, you know, that was the, the early 1980s. Uh, 
so, and as far as what I was into at the time, I was way, 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 I was obsessed with the Second World War. And I have no idea why, but I just read about the Second World War like crazy and played war games and played war games with a lot of older kids. So again, we're talking about, I'm, I'm like 11 or 12 years old and I was playing with guys that were like 15, 16, 17 years old. Uh, and otherwise, you know, I did, was a real introvert and I wasn't really, I didn't really have any friends. Uh, I had one friend that uh, I hung out with some and yeah, so here's like one of the war games that I would play, Axis and Allies. So this is something I spent hours and hours and hours, you know, playing. And, uh, and I still have it and I still have all the pieces and everything to it, of course, because I'm it's a sickness and uh, so this would be like a typical book that you know that I still have so this is D-Day you know just you know again obsessing you know over over the Second World War so my mother decided that it would be a good idea if I had another hobby that I could do by myself and so she just thought out of the blue well, why don't I get him a guitar and sign him up for lessons? So that's what she did. Uh, so, you know, I got this little, uh, you know, Carlos acoustic guitar, which was, uh, you know, a guitar that was you know, distributed by Command, uh, who, of course, at that time was also distributing Takamini and Ovation. And it was just a really inexpensive all plywood you know, acoustic guitar with a chipboard case. I remember it had a little blue strap with it. And uh, that's, that's what I uh, you know, learned to play on. And my guitar teacher was the music minister at our church. And so the, the first tunes I learned how to play, um, you know, I learned the, the chords to certain you know, choruses that we played at church. And then of course on my own, I was uh, I was learning things like Peter Gunn, you know, going and of and of course I could I could sit around and play that for just forever, um, and then as I've said in some past episodes, my parents really didn't let me listen to uh, you know popular music. I couldn't go out and buy you know rock music of the day. Uh, but I had a record player in my room by this point, record and cassette player, and, uh, I found my mom's old 45s and in there were the ventures. So from that, I learned walk, don't run and perfidia and different, different things. And also early Beatles. So, uh, Beatles from around 64, like I want to hold your hand and, uh, you know, she loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, thinking back on it, um, you know, those early things that you hear that really kind of drive you to play, uh, those, those stick with you. And so I have to admit that the Ventures and early Beatles and, uh, you know, Elvis and, and different things of my mom's 45s, those were a big part of, uh, you know, what I thought a guitar should sound like and the way I thought it should be played. And so those tones were all cleaner. 
you know, it wasn't until later that the Beatles, you know, started, you know, doing things like Revolution, you know, where they're, you know, plugged in and diamond the board and getting a fuzz sound, or even the Ventures started using more drive and fuzz and things like that on, on their recordings. So those, those recordings really, you know, kind of left an indelible mark on uh, what, you know, a guitar should sound like. And so, of course, in the beginning, I didn't want to practice. And my mother made me practice. And, uh, but, uh, you know, then I got into it. And then uh, the, uh, you know, the, the pastor of our church, again, I'd only been playing the guitar for a couple of months, but he said, uh, you, need, you need to start playing, you know, in, in church. And I was like, I didn't say it, but I was like, really? So again, I just knew some basic chords and things like that. But he was uh, he was wanting to uh, you know really I guess support me and push me musically, and so I started playing with the the youth group right away. And then after a short period of time, I started playing on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night you know services at our church. And again, by this point, I'm 13 years old, and. Uh, I've only been playing a couple of months, um, six months maybe at, at best, and uh, you know I'm playing playing at a church. Now here, here's the thing. Now by uh, by the time I was actually playing in church, um, you know of course the Carlos guitar was not you know was not cutting it. So my dad bought me an Ovation uh, Balladeer cutaway with a pickup and a little Sidekick Reverb 35 amp. And uh, so I had those, and I would play at church, but I wouldn't be mic'd up. And so I would actually have the amp turned toward me just so I could kind of hear myself over the whole rest of the band. Remember, this is a Pentecostal church, and even in the mid-1980s, they've got drums and bass, piano, organ, Fender Rhodes, uh, you know, acoustic guitar, you know, a, a bunch of background singers, uh, and of course, a lot of people with tambourines and shakers and things like that. So just to hear myself, I needed that. And so that's what I did in the beginning, and there were no charts at all. Of course, the tunes weren't horribly complex, but I mean, um, most of the tunes had, you know, three to six chords total in them, but there were no charts at all. And uh, so you would just play the song and uh well they would they would start playing the song and i would have to learn how to follow along and so i learned a lot about voice leading and kind of ear training from that because i started hearing okay you know we're in the key of you know we're in the key of d okay we're probably going to go to you know it's like what what choices do you have from there well most of the time it's probably going to go to either a g or an a or a b minor and I started learning about, okay, the melody's doing this. I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't explain it at that point. But I started learning, like, you know, when, a, when you go to a, you know, a dominant seven chord, it's probably going to go to the, you know, probably going to go to the four chord. And I started learning all these voice leading things and how to play and how to follow other people. And how, uh, you know, some of the worship leaders at the church uh, didn't play an instrument and they would just give symbols like like this, and or I was like, "What does that mean?" 
and uh, you know, and they would just dive into some song, and it was the number of sharps or flats. So you know, they would the thing, however many fingers they did up, that was sharps, and so then you have to figure out what key you know, you're going to play in, or, or fingers down would be you know flats, and uh, you know, so this one singer was always you know singing songs in E flat, and of course you you know have learn how to use a capo and all that jazz. So that was amazing training for me because as a 13 year old, again, I was playing in youth group on Friday nights. I was, uh, had rehearsal on Thursday nights for big church as it was played Sunday morning and Sunday night, and then also played Wednesday night. And I did that every week, week in week out for, you know, a number of years. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, picked up an electric guitar. I picked up a, uh, a Squire, you know, made in Japan Strat and, uh, and a chorus pedal. And, uh, you know, I kept using that sidekick reverb, you know, for a while and then, you know, made my way through all sorts of, you know, different pieces of gear. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was really kind of strange because the guitar was not something that I necessarily wanted to do. It was something that was kind of forced on me in a way. And, uh, you know, because I think parents, you know, do that at times. They try to expose their kids to different things to see what what catches them, what, what gets their attention. And so I'm, I'm grateful for my mom for, uh, for exposing me to the guitar. I had no idea it was going to become this, uh, you know, kind of lifelong obsession that I've, I've been involved in, you know, in music, you know, since I was 12. Um, I've either been, you know, kind of been going to school and playing music on the side, or, you know, I've been, you know, a guitar tech and a guitar player, and I've worked in the, you know, kind of MI musical instrument realm, you know, of course, working for True Tone for close to 13 years now. But it kind of, you know, really uh, steered my life in a, uh, in a neat direction. And I'm, uh, I'm grateful for that. So thanks, Mom. And uh, yeah, so I hope uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, me kind of telling my story of how I started playing the guitar. Uh, I hope that uh, you know some of you will uh, go ahead and write in the comments how you started playing the guitar because I think it'd be fun to kind of share our uh, our stories of how we started playing the guitar. I was always jealous of the guys that had uh, you know they were older than me that had the the story of I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Yeah, I always thought that was, you know, and I heard that a lot in the True Tone Lounge. You know, I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan and immediately knew I had to be a guitar player. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for watching. I hope you all have a great week, and I'll see you next time on the Ask Zach Show. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.